Welcome to the Fatty Z Muskie Podcast. I'm Andy. On the phone, I have Vance. Hi, Vance. Good evening. Good evening. We have Todd Young also on the phone. Hi, Todd. I'm here. Ready to roll. Perfect. Well, this show is brought to you by Fat AZ Muskie Products. You can find us on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, also on our website, fatazmuskie.com. Let's see. We've been pretty active this past week. We try to do that the week of the Muskie Max on our Facebook page. Um, if you want to see some, we'll talk a little bit more about it later on in the show, but um, I'd say some some of our best posts come out during this week. Uh, we've tried to put a lot of effort into that. So if you want to be mildly entertained. What's that? Yeah. Comedian. Yes. We, know, comedian posts. Yes, we we try to keep it light and fun, but a lot of work goes into that. We're going to talk a little bit more about that later, but check it out. Um, it's uh, it's 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 good stuff. So uh, the baits, we have a bunch of baits that will be going down to the Musky Max. That's also another topic that we're going to be talking about quite a bit uh, on this show. Uh, but as far as the website goes, it's only rod holders on the website, and it's been uh, cranking. So if you have any interest in setting up a boat, maybe a new setup or a new boat to yourself, uh, any of that stuff, reach out, and I will uh, I'll give some pointers. I'll give some uh, opinions, and you can make the choice, and you know we'll try to get you the setup that fits you the best. And I'm going to say just this week, I've talked to several people. But it's interesting to to see, and maybe maybe we'll talk a little bit more about this. Is like you know we've talked a lot about rod positions on boats, but something that I, I see that I don't quite understand. Um, we'll talk about it more later, guys. Remember to re- remind me to bring that up in case okay. we just go completely way off off the off the cuff. But uh the baits can be found at Musky Tackle Online right now or Team Rhino Outdoors. Both of them great spots to buy from. Uh be sure to look them up if you're looking for baits in the meantime. Um I'm gonna say that's pretty good for me. Uh Todd, take it away. Us Okay. We'll slide over to Muddy Creek Fishing Guys, mcfishingguides.com. Get a hold of us. Uh, Vance and I will be fishing last Saturday in May. I did see some. I see there's a captain up there that's trying to promote that he's open for the Memorial Day weekend. But uh, you know, musky season not going to be in Memorial Day weekend this year. It's the weekend after, so we're going to be starting up May 30. We're going to run down through November sometime. And uh, get a hold of us. I talked to Vance a little bit today. We hadn't talked much about scheduling and anything. I know between the two of us, we have one day open in June. So. Uh, early season's filling up. I suspect that will be gone before the time this show is over, like within the next 48 hours before the show gets started. But uh, get a hold of us, and we're going to do our best to get you out there and get you on some fish. I'll be doing doing a few charters in the early season in Pennsylvania. I'm not going to get started till you know late April, early May. I just I'm not into doing that early season, you know, fighting the spawn, and uh, that's when we'll get started. So get a hold of us. We'll be at the Musky Max. Come down and talk to Vance and I and Andy. Andy's going to be talking boats and rods. We'll be talking muskies more, hopefully. But uh, 
leads us into the musky max where are you going to be in the next couple of days andy well i'm going to probably get some good sleep in a hotel but i'll also be at the musky max plus that we be... don't have booked <laughs> we're going to figure that one out i'm going to say this worst case scenario <laughs> i can phone in a big favor to a guy that lives across town <laughs> <laughs> We've just been working so much that we forgot to actually find a place of stay. I'm not too terribly concerned that, you know, early March down in this area with four hotels, uh, our choices are like two, maybe three really nice hotels and then an absolute garbage dump. Um, and last year we stayed in the absolute garbage dump because it was half the price. <laughs> so yeah, gun, gun friendly. It was, it was, yeah, if you guys want to find that one. That's all I remember about yeah. <laughs> When Vance, okay. Vance slid the note. Vance yeah. slid the note like it was like I was a bank teller. And he, well, he did. <laughs> he slid it over and he's like. Should, should I tell, tell them? We have a gun. I'm packing. <laughs> yeah. That was during the check-in. I like to try to make awkward uh, situations for Andy in public. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. It was it was kind of funny, uh, because <laughs> kind of funny because we still we show. we haven't talked about it in a year, and everyone still knows when <laughs> you say gun friendly. We all know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, tell them we're all <laughs> yeah, it's I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll we'll get it figured out. Yeah, it is here, and we're gonna talk at length about it. Um, you know, I, I kind of want to retrace some of the steps leading up to this because I'm literally dead on my feet right now, even though I'm sitting in a chair, but, um, I'm alive. The finish line's in sight, but really it isn't. It's just a checkpoint. Um, but we're here. It's like tomorrow. So, um, that's where we're going to be down in Cannonsburg, Pennsylvania, at Prince Scape Arena, the Muskie Max Plus it's kind of like our Super Bowl. It's the big one for us. It's a it's great, definitely our Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. It's most definitely. <laughs> it's it. You know, it's put on extremely well by the Leah parties, and you know, it's just it's family friendly, and it's probably one of the best promoted shows out there. Um, it's very professional, and it pulls it pulls in a good crowd, and uh, the weather's looking fantastic. Um, so. If you're thinking about it, you're on the fence, this is the last-ditch effort. Get out there and enjoy the show. Um, we're going to kind of shed some light on what vendors are going to be going through, or at least for us. I can talk our story, uh, what it takes to get there. So um, from there, Vance, is there anything that you like to drive during the summer and hold in your hand? Uh, St. Croix Rods. Mm-hmm. That's Rods on Earth. Uh, check them out. I'll be doing a seminar down there from um, Vic's Sports Center's boat. Uh, they're going to be there as well. Uh, they're going to have an 1880 on hand. I'm going to be doing a little trolling seminar um, with St. Croix Rods uh, on board, which we use all the time. Um, and uh, it's going to be a very uh, involved seminar. I'm going to get try to get people in the crowd involved um, to give a little bit of education on how we run a spread and how to keep that spread clean um, out of our boats and why we fish out of boats uh, that have the layout uh, as we choose. 
Um, so that, that'll be fun. Big shout out to Vix. Big shout out to St. Croix Rods. Uh, check out Vix. They're going to be down there. Um, friendly fishermen people. Um, probably wouldn't be here. I mean, I would be here, but I would have a lot more gray hairs without them. Um, big shout out to Baker Bates uh, for sponsoring the show in Muddy Creek. He's going to be there. People will be in line. This has kind of been like a five-year tradition for that. Um, check him out. Check out his baits. Uh, we use them. Um, and Ranger. Ranger Boats. Uh, can't speak highly enough of, of them. You know, we love them and uh, can't wait to get out there and, and use use it this upcoming season, which is right around the corner. And come kick the tires of these Ranger boats at the Muskie Max Plus as Vix is going to have three boats on the playing field, so to speak. I don't know if they're all going to be Rangers. Like, you already discussed the 1880, but they picked up some other lines. Is that right? They did pick up some other lines. They picked up Triton. That's a bass boat. Uh, they're carrying a lot of the bass boat uh, models. It's a price point boat. Um, but, you know, the, the, the thing is, is, Pop up in these glass boats and, and just give them a fair shake uh, prior to um, signing the dotted line on anything. And the one thing that I always say about the glass boat, which was like shocking to me, and um, because I had to sell so many boats so many times in such an infancy uh, period of guiding, um, is they keep value. Uh, which is really, really neat. You know, Andy bought a boat that's how, ma- how many years old? Uh, like, are you talking about my 681 or my 617? 617. Okay, my 617 is a 2003 model, and I bought it in 2018. Okay, and, and you bought it for a, a decent amount of money. I, okay, we'll yeah, just I'll just close, come right out and say it. I, I bought it for 16000 There you go. And, and uh, if I did that with one of my aluminum boats and it was that many years old, I would have, I would have not, uh, you know, had that cash in my pocket. So uh, just give it a fair shake. It's a very competitive market out there between glass and aluminum right now. Um, and, you know, the ride is what it's all about. So just check them out. That's what the boats are there for. Uh, it boat shows and shows like this when they when they bring them there, get up in there, have fun, crawl around in them, uh, act like a kid. That's what they're there for. No, don't act like a kid, Vance. You know what kids do to boats. I do. Flashback I do. to flashback to mine. My I, too. I <laughs> act like a kid. Have fun. Have fun. There you go. And Muskie's Inc. will also be there, Todd. Take it away. Yes, they will. Muskie Zinc's going to be there. I know the Three Rivers chapter will be there. I will be heading over and signing up for, uh, you know, renewing my membership. I always do that when I'm at the show. I've been getting some messages and stuff. Just easier to do for me down there and keeps those guys busy. Uh, check out your local chapter. If you're into muskie fishing, it's very important to get involved. Uh, this is we, we don't have a lot of ways that we can get involved Uh on, on the larger scale other than get involved with muskies inc you know you have your little local groups that may be focusing on something locally uh they're only going to be able to get so much done but you know muskies inc is the way it's a national organization throughout the muskie world and uh you know get involved in your chapter 
the, the dues for, for an annual membership is about the cost of a bait nowadays. So, you know, it's just neat. You get some, get a magazine by, by monthly, uh, you get access to the lunge log. I haven't been on that in a long time, but I used to access it quite often. You know, my daughter likes if she catches a fish or two to put it in for the annual release thing. And then she gets a little plaque or something, uh, you know, if you win that, there's so much stuff going on. They're doing a lot with the local communities. Uh, you know, the, 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 the local clubs are doing a lot with the local fisheries and r- raising money for bait fish or whatever the hatchery might need. We just had Jared on last. Jared, Jared Sayers, right? Yep. Jared. Yeah, we, we had Jared on last time and uh, always fun talking to him. You know, it's neat to uh, <coughs> neat to see that what we're doing is actually helping out the musky fishery so check out your local chapter and get involved yeah and if you go ahead vance i was just gonna say i have a feeling with the deemed put and take states without musky zinc and without the chapters the musky fishing would be terrible so you just gotta you you just gotta think about that 45 bucks for an annual membership um i signed up for three years just so i don't have the annoyance of doing it every year uh just recently on uh, on the internet and um get as involved as you want you can be a silent party uh kind of like we are but um you know we're running fundraisers for them uh, because we know and see the importance of raising the money uh to get those muskies into waters especially in foot and take lakes uh in states so yeah that's a, that's a great point i mean most of the people in the muskie community are fishing, you know, over half are fishing lakes that if it wasn't for the local fisheries, there would be no muskie fishing, you know, if it wasn't for them stocking these fish. And it, it would be so limited that no, it would go back to the old days where it's the fish of 10,000 casts and, you know, weeks just to see one. If we relied on natural reproduction here in Pennsylvania and, you know, all the Virginias, anywhere south, you know, uh, Ohio, you know, all that very such limited reproduction that uh, I know you're talking the same way out in Illinois and Indiana, you know, the, the, so many states. If you can get involved in your, you know, try to get involved with the fisheries. You know, it took us a while here at Three Rivers to get that happening. But now we have a great relationship with those guys. And, uh, you know, they're they're taking uh, some not advice, but they're taking some input that the that the clubs are putting in and uh you know they're accepting some monies that we're able to raise for them gladly uh gladly accepting it now and using it for things so yeah it's a good point vance yeah so and if anyone hadn't listened to last week's jared sayers podcast um we hit home on some really good points i suggest you know everyone listen to it if they haven't but he you know he brought up you know plain as day and I think I even asked direct questions. How do you go about getting these monies uh, from like Muskie's Inc., you know, like Three Rivers in our case? And uh, he would say that when they need to buy minnows, he'd phone up Joel. Joel's the current president of our chapter. And they would, uh, you know, stroke the check at that point. So they do use it. There are There is transparency there. They're not going to phone up for minnow money and then they go down, put it in their pocket and go buy a beer with it. Um, so that's really neat. Uh, but check, check that out. If you guys have not listened to the Jared Sayers of last week. Um, but anyways, we will be 
presenting Muskies Inked with two checks this year down at the Muskies Muskie Max. Um, we'll talk more about that on the after the show thing, but just letting everyone know, I want to stay transparent because there was a uh, like what was that a raffle? Is that what you call those on on? couple weeks ago vance that's a raffle yes yes a raffle yeah there was a raffle that for the uh, minnow fund and we also have vance what what was the name that you put the the baits that you and todd what collection is that oh, wait let me just touch on the raffle uh okay I, we facilitated with mike uh prep old bait this dude is a uh, an artist and he makes a great bait um, he was nice enough, as we always say, he's not even part of our chapter. Um, and he donated two baits that he put up on a raffle that goes to the Minnow Fund for Pennsylvania. Um, and what he did was he painted up two, um, baits. Uh, he, is, he, is, he is from New York. He's from yeah, New York. He's not yes. even from our, yeah. And he, uh, he painted up two baits. Uh, one in his, um, in his uh, version of mud puppy, his war pig and, uh, his new bait. I I believe it's, well, he's going to kill me if I don't remember the name of it. (laughs) It's like a nine inch, uh, hard thumping bait. Um, I don't think he calls it the barracuda. It might be the cuda, but, um, dude's amazing at woodworking. He's got a great soul to, to do something like that. Um, and especially because we know what he puts into making a bait and as a bait company, this guy goes the extra mile, uh, check, check his stuff out. It's very, very informative. Um, and you can see the care that goes into these baits, but big shout out to him. On the other hand, this is complete 180. Um, I, I want to hear what the name that you call these. Right, right. This is a complete 180, and Andy said we were going to be writing two checks. And this might not happen because our check is going to be coming from the Benchwarmer series. And <laughs> uh, like I said, you do uh, – it's up to the people to buy them. Um, myself and Todd Young painted them. We hope you buy them. It's going for a good cause. Um and we would really appreciate the morale boost if those go first. They're going for a good cause. Uh, they're going to Muskie's Inc. Chapter 16. Um, and Todd and I suck at painting. <laughs> and that's why it's the Benchwarmer series. All right. I don't think you guys suck, but um, I, I I do like the name because... You know that that is the like kind of the undertone of all these posts that we've been making on Facebook this week is, you know the like the owning the unprofessionalism. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm it, feeling it, better already. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Let's just let's this just could go something. really deep here. Yeah, I mean, uh, I thought I thought I was doing a good job, and he is is the greater and. He makes us feel very, very small. Oh my gosh! So, <laughs> buy those baits first. Buy those baits first. Okay. 
to give us some morale. Get them off the table. I want to talk about this, how I make you small. Todd, (laughs) Todd, describe my presence in the paint booth when you were, uh, you know, laying down. Yeah, I mean, you clean it. This, this is a really, it, it was a really odd situation for me because honestly, if I, <laughs> oh if I could, say, okay, so here's, here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm going to say. I spent, I can't even tell you how many evenings we talked about this numerous times in the podcast, evenings, afternoon, hanging out over at Dale Wiley's place, and he's standing there painting base. I've turned baits for him. I've spent time working for him, you know, going back 25 years. The same with Todd Leopardi, another good friend of mine. I've gone over there and ran his lathe, and he's squirting paint, and we're doing this. I mean, I have literally seen tens of thousands of baits get painted in my presence. I have never in my life picked up one of those little air guns, ever. Never touched one. I don't have one. I used to paint cars. We painted things. I have a big squirt gun. I know how to mix Super it. Super clean it. Yeah, I mean, I can. I, I've paint done that. House. I've done that. Yes. Yeah. I've never picked up one of these little pencil guns. I guess it feels like you're holding a pencil. It's called an uh, airbrush, but yes. 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 Uh, so like th- that gun. was that was yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that was the first odd. You know. Yeah, but it wasn't. Andy just had me go. Here you go. What color you want first? I was like, well, I guess I'll start with yellow. So got some yellow, and I did play with it a little bit. I knew I didn't need to cover the whole bait, but I was playing with a little bit. The, you know, very very hard to get used to. I mean, I didn't. I kept squirting, pushing down to squirt, and it wasn't coming out. And I knew you had to pull back. So then when I pull back, <clears throat> I just pulled straight back, and it was full throttle. I squirted way too much paint on my lures. Uh, I think I could get the hang of a little. I mean, I know I could make those baits, you know, I could make them look much better just in, you know, an hour of playing with it. But uh, it was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, picked an old school color. Andy did, was not. I mean, he he, uh, he was professional with me. He's like, I, you tell me when you're done with that color. I said, OK, I'll tell you. Then he'd come in. What color you want now? OK, bye. Let's okay. just. Let's <laughs> That's just... what it was. It was fine. It was fine. That's yeah. the way we did it with with Vance last time. I just didn't partake mm-hmm. in it. Yeah. I and, uh, and that, say that's this. what we're trying to do. You know. Let's just say this at at the Thursday before the Muskie Max. If the worst has happened, we would completely go under. With, without Andy, um, because we just cannot get that final step of the painting. And I, I bet you, I can get, I can get the epoxy, good. But we would have a lot of uh, blacks and uh, redheads. I could do or the just redhead. like like natural blank color. Like know? I call this one avalanche. Like pre pre primed, <laughs> like earth tone. Earth tone rafter. Um, we're just not not quite there yet. We need to practice. And Todd and I have touched. Todd's probably touched like six baits. I've probably does, done a dozen. Um, and it's uh, it's tough. And and it's especially tough when you're just looking at that blank, and you're thinking this is X amount of dollars and X amount of time out the window because I just screwed the pooch on this thing. 
Yeah, I mean, I should I should almost grab. So I have some of the original AZ paints, like the original originals. You and don't have to make us feel. Don't don't try to get on the nice side now. No, okay. no, no. I have some of them, and I I should show you guys my right out of the gate stuff. I mean, you just came out and said you did a dozen, and Todd did. Todd's done eight baits. Eight baits. So really, that's you know to put it. That's that's nothing. You guys literally have just you, you're not even crawling yet. So no. I mean, don't don't be hard on your guys itself because I intentionally just was like, have at it. If there were times with both of you that I'm just like, man, just let me, give me that airbrush, and I will paint one for you. Then you just copy what I do, and then I can tell you all the little tips and tricks and this. And I said, but no, that's not the point of this. The, mm-hmm. the the point of this is the the novelty in the actual process of it, and I mean it. it both of you guys have have you know shown an interest and a hunger to say I want to pick that up again. And Absolutely. So I mean it's 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 good. It's great, and and that's that's the whole kind of the point of this. Um, I want to show. It's like I want to show my parents that I can pass this driver's test. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there, it was just odd. You know, I, I said something to Andy afterwards. I was like, it was the ambidextrous part of it, like looking at it. To me, the bait was facing the opposite way. I should have started at the head, went to the tail, but I, I did it backwards because that's where we had clamped down and hold, trying to hold the netting. So I held the netting and I'd do the little light dusting and the netting moved. You can tell when you look at the baits, if anybody does look at them, that that happened because it was just something different to me, like trying to hold that thing and also squirt the paint, which is something you could maybe get used to. But uh, yeah, it was fun. Hey, we had we had fun. They're just please, God, buy them. <laughs> it's going yeah. to a good cause. It, the, the fun thing with the baits, like to, to kind of address something you said, Vance, was that you, you're like I'm looking at all this this money invested and this time invested up until this point, and you're holding like I don't want to say like you're putting out the only thing that matters on the bait. That's not necessarily true, but it's what matters to the purse, the end user. Yeah. Um, is the way it looks. No one wants to have a bait that has giant runs on one side and the other side isn't even painted. So there's, even though we've seen that, it shows. Yes. We hold ourselves to a higher standard. Yes. Ours are a higher standard. And some I've seen, I will tell, I can, Mm -hmm. I would say that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's an it's added value to it. The function of the bait, you'll catch a ton of fish without even putting, just put hooks on the blank and you'd catch a ton of fish. The uh, white, we used to do that. I mean, uh, yeah, the, the white blank, uh, <laughs> the white swimmer. I don't know if anything's topped the white swimmer yet. Uh, oh, fire tiger's up there. Oh, fire yeah. tiger's killing it. But everyone likes the fire tiger. But yeah, yeah. the white swimmer, you know, some of the white, prototype blanks we did whatever seven eight years ago you know all that stuff you know it's it's all good but it's you can hit like like you screw up the blank let's just say todd molds the bait and he doesn't fill it all the way well that's unusable if you do a completely garbage paint just grab the primer hit it and you just reset it it's not the end of the world yeah Although it feels like it at the time, I'm not. I'm not going to lie. Oh yeah, it's it's heartbreaking when when something like that happens, and you know, and like what Todd was saying about having the scale netting shift, 
there probably be a lot of the anglers won't even pick that up. That like because their eye isn't attuned to that. I mean, I'm picking up crap because I'm I'm looking at stuff. I'm looking at minor stuff. I'm I going to God. That's the case. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I'm. And- Andy, Andy, Andy handed me something when I said yes. I won a little scale netting because advanced. I don't think you did any scaling last time, right? You did the uh, brine shrimp and and. Uh, oh no! I uh, last time I didn't. No, you I did. did like, yeah, a solid color and a lateral line, which was terrible. Did some stuff. Yeah, no, they were. I did it. I did it also. I did it this time. But the thing with the scale netting is, once it's go time, it cannot move. And when, no, and that was when not, it, that was that was a problem for me, you know. Mm-hmm. And it was odd when Andy handed he said, "Okay, this is how I scale." And I looked at him like, I don't know if he realized that I looked at him like, "What well, that?" You know, <laughs> because I, I, I just I like I said, I've watched ten thousand baits or more get painted, and uh, they're doing it a different. Well, they were doing it a different way, so I expected a certain thing, and I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, let's 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 do this." Necessity's <laughs> the mother of invention. And the mm-hmm. Raptor, you well, know, well. when when designed, the Raptor was meant to run. Was it's it's manufactured to run, not to be painted easily, um, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. part of the design of some of this stuff. And I'm not picking on anyone here, but if you have a very flat sided bait, I'm going to pick on mm-hmm. the Stinger. The Stinger has some qualities about its shape that are easier to paint than the Raptor. You have more room. To do stuff, you can do a little bit more intricacies because you got the real estate. You get on a yeah. six inch raptor and you're just like, okay, I'm gonna have like a quarter inch of green and a quarter inch of yellow here for this perch, and then there's gonna be a little bit of black on top, and then the belly's gonna. Yeah, have a, you, you, you got to squeeze a lot of stuff in. That would have been hard for the way I was squirting paint. Yeah, I mean, you would have sure. you would have yeah. extremely got that paint covered. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know, yeah. w- w- when you have that stuff, it's but like. There is just the shapes don't lend well to the common way that people scale their baits. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I came up with my own little way, and I don't think it's any secret. I get those cross-stitch hoops. They have oval ones, and I can do all the baits with them. Um, the 10-inch yeah. Raptor all the way down to the little sixes. I even do the you know every bait. Every bait we yep. do, I use those plastic cross stitch, and I gotta hold them on there. And there's some, there's a little bit of flexing of the wrist and stuff that I'll go to where I'm like, I can't quite form the netting around, and I just as I'm working the brush up, I'll just, you know, double motor skill this thing, and I'll just roll, yeah. roll it, and I'll I'll get it. And even if it shifts a little, I notice it. Not too many other people do, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, I'm like, <laughs> I remember this when Todd. I'm like, okay, you ready to scale? And you're like, yeah. I'm like, all right. Which scale net do you want? And I just like this, like weird, like, huh? It's like, well, I'll just take that one. I'm like, well, that's crappy scale. I'm like, this is crappy (laughs) scale. Well, what's the difference? I said, well, this is crappy. This is big scale. This is this is tight scale. This is what we call furnace filter. And you you really didn't know which way to go on all that. And I'm like, "Mm, let's get you tight scale. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But you know, it's hey, it's it's. Fun. It, I I wasn't going to get to do something that I thought. I, I mean, it was a different. Uh, and I already see. And just what you said right there, I already know something I could have done to make that fit better. I couldn't get it to lay, or I couldn't get to do what I wanted when I was holding it. And I'm trying to hold it and say, okay, I got to turn the gun on now. And I'd do it, nothing came out. Then I'd squirt, and yeah, it was. You got nice black all over some of my saw. 
yeah, and, frame, frame, and everything. Yeah, and, and you know, okay. So the way we do it is we have a handle, and I have a molded screw eye in the in the end of this PVC handle, and this handle is something I I hold. Obviously, it's a handle. Um, when I'm painting all the like all the uh, bars and you know mask colors, the base colors and stuff like that. But when it comes to scaling, I need a free hand. So I made a fixture that I can put this handle in and the bait just cantilevers out into the atmosphere. And that's when I can take the scale netting and I'm pretty, I'm pretty functional with my left hand. I'm, I'm predominantly right-handed, but I'm pretty good with my left and I can hold this, this hoop and put the scale netting against the bait and I can run my hand, my right hand with the, uh, airbrush. And there's just a lot of stuff going on. So you got... You got your pointer finger that's controlling air pressure is controlled by the the uh, pressure relief valve. So you can you can set your pressure, and then you just as you pull back it gives more and more paint. So you got to control when you push down and how far you pull back. Then I'm using like if I'm going to sweep scales along the back, you got to use your you know your elbow your shoulder to do the arc, and there might be a little wrist play but not so much. So you're controlling like four joints to run the brush. And then I might be articulating the wrist of the left hand to contour the thing. There's a lot going on there. And to expect you guys to do that, just, it just ain't there. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, like a swimmer, if the swimmer paints weren't so horrible to work with, those are the ones to paint. Cause you can push that scale netting, like to where it's actually like bulging up through the scales, like the holes. Yeah. And then you'll get a real crisp line on those. <laughs> There's nothing going around those on that, mm-hmm. that netting. But I mean, I think, I think they were great. I mean, for, for, you know, eight and 12, 12 paints on there. That's, that's they're fantastic. And, so great that you threw my one on the ground. Yes. Um, gravity took one. I explained that in the last podcast that there was a, uh, casualty. Um, it is coming down to Pittsburgh. Um, yeah, it's got a little nick in there. Put a little, that could be, that could be the one. Could be the one. Little black chip, little uh, black, uh, right on the tip of the nose there. Put a little black Sharpie paint on there. Ready to go. Yeah, Beautiful. last last podcast, Vance, um, I came around and said, like, out of all the baits I did this year, I dropped one. And it was because I bumped it taking it off the, like, the curing, that wall rack that I have. Mm-hmm. And it just was just enough to fall. And, of course, it always falls on, you know. It's nose. It has to. It just can't like hit yeah. the handle. But it is the, the, the painting part. And and Vance brought that up about when you're when when what you're doing when you're squirting the paint. Like what when that when that step gets messed up. I mean, there's already so much went into it. You know, we got the stuff. I already had these. I, I'm standing here looking at probably 300 blanks in the my garage here. You know, in different. Uh, some are ready to go to Andy. Some need. Ran through the belt sander. Some other need sanded and drilled. And, you know, there's all this stuff. There's been a lot of stuff go to it. But, I mean, that is the final. Actually, the final is your epoxy. And I know you've had issues when you used to have the bugs at your house, the fleas. Uh, you know, Only, that was only after you'd leave, but okay. <laughs> it was always a bummer, you know. This bait <laughs> is done. It's beautiful, ready to be sold. And a fruit fly lands on it or something, you know. Didn't we have one that had a giant mosquito one time? It was either giant, yeah, one, one of those. I, I don't know if those are mosquitoes. One of the, like the big, 
it's like the big male mosquito is what I always thought they were. Huge legs. Yeah, they're, they're like yeah. flying daddy long legs that people think <laughs> yeah. are mosquitoes, but I don't think they are. But they're giant. Either that or a daddy long yeah. leg came down on Something one. Something like that. Yeah, there was one. This is when we were first starting, and it was like the old, pub, oh, old okay. place. I'll use it. I'll use that. Doesn't matter. It has some organic in matter there. in it. <laughs> but it, absolutely, yeah. And you know the, the you know that that epoxy. You know, so there's just so many things, and I've I've said this before, and you know, even recently, I I when I say this, painting the perfect black bait, and I've had so many people say, "I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that." You know, it's you you're going to find that mistake. I'm going to find that pin air hole air little bubble in the epoxy. I'm going to find yeah. something. That's why I'm saying it's it's impossible. It's, you know, it just isn't going to happen. It's not out there. But, you know, the perfect black bait, I just don't think that it exists. You can paint some other colors, like like Vance and, and you know, I think Todd might even see, as you start putting them layers on, the mistakes start covering each other up. Oh, and, instantly. And, I tried to get you that blank with everything, and as soon as I squirted the back of the lure, it's like, Look at all those little pock marks. Yep. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sitting here putting filler in all those. Before I get them to you, I sit here and analyze them and look at them and fill all that in. But, you know, the littlest thing does show up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you can always, you know, the epoxy, that can hide a lot of stuff, too. You put mm-hmm. a nice gloss on something and you add a lot of depth to it, you can, it just kind of puts some of those imperfections deeper in the background. And, um, you know, it's, you know, it's just, it's just the way it is. And I guess when it comes down to it, we're making a musky bait. You know, mm-hmm. this, this isn't like, you know, some, so hopefully the first cast, some giant yeah. fish is going to T-bone it and scratch the hell out of it. That's the goal, right? Yeah. The whole point is, you know, is uh, it's a fishing lure. There's yeah, a lot of great yeah. painters out there that are not, they are making fishing lures, but they are putting out of this world paints on them. Out, uh, yeah. To where yeah. those are more. I don't. I, we're not trying to put our baits into that category to where, you know, and no one really has come up and says, "Hey, how come this thing? You know, look at this. This thing's off a little, or this this has. You know, sometimes the airbrush might get a little plug, and then it just kind of does a little, and it and it puts like a tiny pinhead, you know, bubble of paint somewhere that shouldn't be. No one's really come up and said, "Hey, what's going on with this?" You yeah, know, yeah, it's yeah. a fishing lure, but yeah, it was. Uh, it's it's great stuff. I mean, we got them. I made a you know nice post about them, and uh, you know we got some good response about. It. And uh, you know, I'm I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people lining up to get them. You know, they took a great photo. Todd, did you see that post? I did. Uh, I didn't see I that you liked it. it. Well, I might have forgot to do that. Yeah, Vance, Vance said Vance said something there. I talked to him earlier today, and he said you post. We posted some stuff. I saw the when I saw the first one. We so, did there. So, so the first one we, we we did was the Nemos, and then yes, the I, Nemo one. Yeah, I just I went for something silly with the description. The Nemos I just kind of piled up on a table and took a photo. You know, I went with silly description on that. But like my crown jewel that I think was that video of the Superman paint. Yes, that, I saw that. That's cool too. Be, yes, yeah. It, it, sure. You guys got to listen to it with the volume on. Uh, I didn't do that. Yeah. Yeah, you need to do it with the volume on. Um, Superman. That's a simple paint. I, we could have done that, Vance. It looks simple. I'm uh, gonna say let's let's have you two do know. Superman. 
I bet you everything would have came down to the red gill on those oh, yeah. I would have had the, a red head. Yeah. I would have had a red dot. head. It would have been a red-headed Superman. Have, yeah, red, <laughs> red dot. And so, yeah, red dot. And so no, I would definitely not side. be ready to do that gill stuff yet. No, no, no. With the way I was running that gun. Yeah, like, can you can you imagine, like, painting our fire tiger lines? Oh, my gosh. I, really, I want I you guys just, to do that. I just would have painted That would just black. be fire <laughs> just black. Fire leopard. What a little, <laughs> really, really little, little heads of colors on the belly. This is this black is, would have been everywhere. This is black with some other colors. <laughs> just fire, just showing through at the bottom. But this is our new color, fire overspray. Yes. Instead of fire tiger, it's charcoal tiger. <laughs> the fire's put out. We could call it like fire extinguisher, and yeah. with the lines <laughs> on it. You can see that yeah. we're trying to put out the fire because we cannot do this. <laughs> we're hiding, hiding the brightness. marks. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, so Vance did the stop sign somehow. When one stop of our light. podcasts, we got the ta- stop light. We were talking about it, and you can see the colors through there. Uh, glittery looks great. I think it looks great. Uh, I went old school with mine. Picked an old color that I mean I can remember giving lures to Dale to paint that color. And it's an old Bagley's color. I used to use Bagley baits all the time. I used to know the color codes. I know we've talked about that before. And that's the old yellow perch. Well, my rendition of the yellow, <laughs> yellow perch. Uh, oh, Bagley's like color. Yeah. Fish catching color. It can be simple. I bet you if you used one this year, you'd catch mm-hmm. them on them. Mm. Yeah. I used to catch fine. a ton of fish on those. Yeah. Yellow, just yellow with black and orange belly, mm-hmm. and some and gold to the weeds. And I, I did, yeah. I think I got a little overboard with the gold. Oh, it's it's natural. tough on some of the on some that's of those metallics. Mm-hmm. Some of those metallics, you can just put the lightest haze on there, and and this this just comes from doing it, and it doesn't look like anything until you put the two coats of epoxy. Then all of a sudden, it just lights right up. Mm-hmm. I saw that in in one photo that I saw. I was like, "Whoa!" But I just hazed gold, but I must have squirted a lot of that too. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's good stuff right there. Can we also bring up how difficult it is to sign a bait? Yeah, talk about it. Why not? Okay, so I'll take this back to the Ohio show. I had uh, donated a rod, and uh, the person wanted me to sign it and write a note on it with my name and it turned out terrible i mean no one could read this uh <laughs> period if this is found in a million years from now uh, this rod under the earth somewhere they would have absolutely no idea what humanity what was happened? doing at the time <laughs> um clearly but, they're illiterate well i just i look it, it, it looked terrible but, uh, you know, the best thing I, I noticed about Todd's paint was, was the signature. And the uh, young, it came out Todd Yorg. Yeah, it did. Yeah. yeah. So you and, have to press down on that pen. I tried to do it in the uh, – I tried to do it when it was in the holder because I couldn't – it was like sitting there. 
And once again, like I said, I think I could make a much better signature. But you would, I would press down and I would go to go and sometimes it would write, sometimes it wasn't. But that's sort of my signature. Your signatures aren't always. No, yeah, a, they're, they're not. Mine's a big, a big scribbly T with an ODD on the end, a little odd. Mm-hmm. A big Y with a something and it was, looks like a G. That's my signature. Mm-hmm. Sometimes Todd, you can read it. Todd York. <laughs> yeah. And Todd you something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, when that, that's my autograph. We'll put it that way. You practice when, that when your little kid. When uh, Andy was like, sign this. And I was like, should I put AZ? He was like, no, put, put your name. That was one of the most difficult parts of it. I was like, shaking. I was like, I <laughs> can't like do this right now. I was like, I just have to like find the flattest surface. Yeah, that's right. And like done. hold this thing like pin tight and try to make a V and a K. Yeah. Um, we were going pretty quick on mine and I knew I couldn't take it out because I could still see some paint dripping. Uh, <laughs> that's I what I was saying. Because, because, I, because I, I had I had squirted so much on there and he's like, okay, let's sign him. And I could, I was like, if I take that out of there, I'm going to make a real mess. So I tried to do it in the holder, like on the rack. And yeah, that was the lot. That was, yeah. That, even up to that point, it, it's, it's a, uh, it's a terrible thing for people that have never done it before. Because that That's is, the, that is one of those things that you mess that up. There's not like you can scribble it and then right next to it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, like, I don't know how people like do their name, and then they put the date on it, and like a one-off, one of five. I'd be like, oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't practice. do that for that reason. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, it's not easy for me, but I just say go with it, and I've done it a lot. Just blah, 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 blah. some of them come out good, some of yeah, them don't. You weren't, and in the beginning, you, we weren't. You weren't real. You were. Concerned? Not concerned, but my, my writing sucks. We, start with, in, in a, we started with the stickers, yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember? Yeah. And uh, for some, un, uh, you know, this cannot be even explained by science. How you can put a sticker on there and epoxy it in, and I'm using the base the first year we have them, and I'm telling Andy, I was like, yeah, the, you know, the paint's coming off the sticker, and he's like, what are you talking about? It's under epoxy. I'm like. I'm telling you, the paint is, it, I mean, it was just a blank sticker. The ink was erasing itself while the, the sticker stayed there. The ink was erasing there. itself when the sticker was still under two coats of epoxy and the ink was disappearing. It, you can't describe what happened, but that's what was happening. And and he's like, well, man, and I said, you should just sign them like everybody else. And that was an ordeal. It's, or not an ordeal, but at the beginning, you're like, oh, my gosh, my penmanship. I'm just going to do AZ. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, it 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 was uh man, for the first several years, I'd say probably up until like last year, I was holding the bait handle in my left hand and I was signing it like in the air. Mm-hmm. And and then I said I, I have to do this a different way. I'm 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 not accurate with this. Not that I'm more I'm more accurate now, but I'm still not hitting the target where I want to be. Everything seems that's so simple seems so difficult when it comes down to detail orientation how many times do you put your initials on things or sign your name yeah at the checkout line on the uh computer thing where sometimes i signed it and i don't even know what it it doesn't look any you know the little 
computer screen any you have purchase, any purchase. the fake pen and it's just like oh, yeah, yeah the purchase you're just like what the heck was that <laughs> yeah. you know it, I, it might be just because things that matter you know putting your initials on a bait really matters I mean, if you want yeah. to look at the way that I signed my name on this mortgage that I took out like four years ago, I just pretty much went, Bleh. it didn't mean nothing <laughs> at the time. But each one of these baits is important because someone's going to look at it. Yes. Yeah. Which is paid off now because of how successful we are. Yes. With, without a doubt. With, <laughs> I mean, look at, look, at, well, look at what everybody's doing. You know, the paints are incredible what people are doing. Uh, they always have been. And, and there's a but little bit of a keeping up with the Joneses level. on that. Mm-hmm. I mean, if when you start seeing, you know, I don't, I don't want to. I'm just going to put this in general blanket terms. But when you see some new bait makers that have maybe been making baits, you know, like, hey, this is my first time ever building a bait, and they're doing like these crazy glittered stencil things, and you're like, yeah, I've what? made a thousand <laughs> since November, and not one that yeah. looks like your first. And there's a little bit like, I got to up the game. Yeah. Yeah. Some people are putting the colors on the back of them. There's just a lot of signing going on. They have very controlled motor skills with the airbrush and the pen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No doubt. But that's... This has all just gone off onto a tangent about Todd and I's... Bates again, yeah. Bench warmers. The be- I, I, I like that, but... You know, kind of going like with what Vance said not long ago was, you know, like the 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 details that are just killing you on time wise. You know, I look out at you know, all I have I have uh, two truckloads of stuff that are packaged up halfway in. You know, I'm going to say pretty accurately inventoried all the crap that I'm taking, so we can go set all this stuff up. And there is just stuff that will kill you, and it's the details. You know, I yeah. spent about an hour on the computer today at work getting some stuff typed up and printed, making sure that we, you know, have up to the date, you know, price list. So everyone's on the same page. I have instructions for rod holders. I like to include that with every rod holder purchase. Uh, we have custom order sheets should someone need, um, you know, something for them that we might not have at the show. But I can't imagine what that's going to be unless we run out of something. Um, it's a lot better than us just signing stuff on the back of a business card and putting it in our wallets to hope that we find it in a month. Um, you know, <laughs> trying to trying to just tidy up all these loose ends. Do I have enough change in the box? Do we have the card reader? Is it charged up? Do we have our little computer thing all charged up? Last time it was turned on was the last Musky Max. Oh gosh, yeah. You know, so I've been charging all that stuff and all these little details. I'm looking. I'm like, it's midnight. I worked a ten hour shift. I'm four hours in this pole barn right now, and it's like I got two things done. It's it, you know those details are just, but tomorrow's go time. It's whether you like it how, or not. How dare you, American hustle? I mean, I was so busy that uh, you know I ran over a table that put a huge dent into uh, my garage door. Uh, I, I think we to... should. I think we should back up. So um, okay. I talked to Vance. Uh, after work, there was there was some uh, a rod holder sale that was being worked throughout the day during text. And uh, on my way home, Vance, I think he, I heard him start up his truck or something. He's like, he goes, the worst thing that could have happened just happened. I'll call you back. Well, <laughs> immediately when you think of the worst thing that could have happened just happened, um, 
of course my curiosity was was you know yeah was that's going. kind of bad <laughs> and uh is Lori okay yeah, he has every you run out back for your wife. What no cat, no casualties, <laughs> or no no dog, or but I've had cat. I've had horrible luck with this truck, and uh, you Bill's mafia did it. Every uh, yeah, I did. I everything uh, I had everything packed, but the tables, and I set the tables uh, on leaning up against my bumper, which was about the rear bumper, six, the rear bumper. Uh, which was about six inches from the garage door. And uh, I started opening the garage door and I backed up just ever so slightly. And it kind of like jackknifed itself into the track that lifts this. That guides uh, the, the door with the wheels. The gu- oh. Exactly. And just knocked that off the track and put a nice scratch in my truck and a huge dent in my door. And, um, which was great. And, um, (laughs) and if you'd not tint the windows, you might've been able to see the table. (laughs) I can tell you that, but I can tell you this. If I didn't, (laughs) if I didn't tow a boat all the time and I have that park distance control on the back of my truck. So when you get close to something, it goes beep, 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 beep. Yeah. Um, I always turn that off. It's it's off all the time because because it beeps all the time. Yeah, it, it would yeah. beep if if the boat was was connected. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so I had that off, but there was tables there covering the sensors. But I had it off, and it just knocked that track right out of the concrete, offset the door. Oh, geez. I had to use a hammer. Um, the garage door opened. The neighbors were looking. I was like saying a couple words uh and, and it was just an all-around wonderful day so before fixing it i went into a manic phase and started spraying down uh the dirt off of my concrete uh garage floor uh, trying with, with the hose trying to figure out uh how i was going to overcome uh what i've just done so stupidly what have but, i done yeah just uh, you've, had some, you've had some problems with the garage, for sure. Mm, we had a whole mm-hmm. podcast of you trying to get the boat out. Things, you know, big rigs and stuff, you just can't have it big enough, you know. And it's unfortunate that you Whatever. thought you were getting a flat yard and you do have to do a... That's not an easy one to get that boat in. No, no, no. Um, but, yeah, so it's that happened, on. like, last minute of, you know, getting ready for a show and all... All people, all vendors uh, know that uh, small stress of just, you know, dotting your T's or whatever, dotting your I's, crossing your T's, um, and stuff happens sometimes. So, yeah, I completely annihilated my garage door, um, but I fixed it with a rubber hammer, which is great. How did the table fare? The table uh, opens up and it is very flat. <laughs> okay. However, <laughs> how, uh, it, it, it's it's good. It, it will That's serve fine. its purpose. Okay. Yes. Put a nice, nice little uh, drape over it. No one will ever know. Well, it will be all set up, and then mid-show, it just goes like boom. Set of legs <laughs> go, and everything slides off. Somebody leans on it. Yeah. Don't touch the table. <clears throat> Don't touch the tables. 
<laughs> don't touch the tables. Yeah, uh, so that happened. That was fun. So <laughs> a, a little thing, you know, we, we talked about our uh, Chautauqua combo on the on the last show. I think we talked maybe the one before, but we also highlighted that on Facebook. And Vance brought up this great idea that he's bringing his karaoke machine in order to be allowed to purchase this combo. You must sing at least one line from a Queen song prior to purchasing, and we're going to have the well, karaoke machine cranked. Well, that would be amazing. Um, <laughs> but Todd's going to just be there singing the whole time, regardless. I'll just do this whole time, yeah. I mean, I'm going to get involved. He has singer. one of those like saxophone, harmonica, drum things that he's going to be there. I get, I get very carried, carried away. Oh yeah. No doubt. Um, I get carried away in, in song and dance, um, especially with Queen. That's why this the whole thing last year, uh, the Freddie Mercury color yeah. uh, kind of evolved into what it was. Um, but honestly, you can just come up and buy it. But I'm going to say we're, <laughs> we'll knock, we'll knock uh, 10% off if you take the mic from Sean Leoparty and do live hot mic <laughs> and if you do do that if you start singing uh we will knock 10 percent off i mean i'm i'm for that and i'll get involved too i'll sing with 10 percent you must get 10%. the mic from sean mm-hmm. that microphone controls the whole pa system in that arena and Sean has no idea about this. Yeah. No, and this show is happening so fast, he's probably not going to have time to listen. So mm-hmm. Sunday morning, we might have to f- inform him that there will be a line of people just ready to sing. Oh, yeah. And you know what we should do is we should just get a mic stand and have everyone on stage, and then we can just Facebook Live it. Got to be a Freddie song. Another Freddy sold. That's what it'll be. Rack up another one. They're great. It's, it's a nice combo. Uh, it's a one-off. Um, we caught a boatload of fish on them last year, uh, and the raptor speaks for itself. So check it out. It's something fun nice. for Sunday only. And then we're going to have tons of standard colors. Tons. And we're going to have tons of, well, not tons, but we have quite a few show colors. Some of the ones were highlighted on this post. The Superman, the zombie, zombie wall. Did you read that today? Did you read that one today, Todd? That's a a long read, man. It was a book. Come on. It it, it kept you involved. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's probably like 500 words. Yeah. And then we have another, isn't there one other? Yeah, we, we have another one dropping tomorrow. Uh, we had a little bit of help from Gearman Steve on this one. Um, it's also another fun, silly post. Uh, it's not quite constructed yet, but it will be up and ready for tomorrow. But I think we have all in all like 16 show colors. Yeah, oh, there's a lot. Yeah, there's yeah, a I lot. Yeah. Well, I put, we're just, I, we're yeah, just I hitting up some. And yeah. at, the, at the booth, there's going to be uh, more. You know, the, it, this, we're just hitting five days of mm-hmm. 
trying to make ourselves look like complete idiots. I even assembled some of them. What was the one that I wanted you to do, Andy? You painted it. Three up, Kings. Uh, three Kings. The Three King thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, let me uh, let me open up my inventory sheet here. And... So there's there's quite a few odd not odd colors. They're they're show colors. They're stuff that we don't have. We're not sending them to Team Rhino. They're not on our website. We might not ever paint them again. You know? Yeah. See how they go. And I don't know why I say we in that, but as yeah. a company, I'll say we. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yeah, like so, I'm going to just read them off real quick. We have a bait, a color we're calling Moonshiner, Zombie Walleye, Three Kings, Capri Sun, Superman, 50 Mission Cap, Black Perch. Oh, yeah. We have a shad pattern that is not your yes. typical shad. That is Vance's favorite. Oh, oh my gosh, yeah, I completely forgot about that. That is by that. That's one of the cleanest paints I've ever seen. It is one of my favorites. It is beautiful. It, it it's it's it highlights the art of subtlety, and that's I and that's it. what this one this one has, and it. From a quick glance, it's not going to catch your eye. But if you sit there and you look at it, it starts to develop a huge depth to it. Yeah, it's just natural beauty. Just like a shad, yeah. It, we have yeah, just creamsicle, amazing. lemonhead, limehead, chameleon perches in two different chameleons. Uh, one that we call copperhead. We have, what is this? Uh, I'm going to, I think it says just a chameleon black. Just a, Yeah, chameleon black that we're playing with. And... I'm going to leave a couple that I have inventoried off the air. I'm not going to talk about them. So, okay. I mean, quite a few. That's quite a few. Plus, you know, I think there are some that I even left out, like the Nemos. I didn't talk. We talked about them earlier, but I didn't name them yep. off the list. Um, so, we're going to have a lot of different debates. We're going to have uh, pretty much any rod holder, right? That we make. Oh, yeah. Everything. Be ready. Everything yeah. What we, what we don't yep. have this year is the four inch riser. Uh, we switched that mm-hmm. out this year to a six inch riser. There wasn't enough difference between the two. So we have two inch risers and six inch risers uh, for mm-hmm. the people that really like to fine tune setups. Um, let's see. Extension brackets, rail mounts. Oh my da, gosh. Da, yeah, everything. I have yeah, it all, all itemized. I have, yep. I have all I'm, your trolling needs. We've got some leaders. We got fluoro I made leaders. Two dozen fluoro. Yeah, Andy made some fluoros. We made some. What uh, is a hundred pound fluoro? I think. Yep. And uh, all the snaps and swivels are one fifty, and then we're going to have some standard. What I call standard seven strand, hundred twenty pound wire and hundred fifty pound. Made those up. Yeah, they don't. Have they don't, they don't hit those. Mm-hmm. I of know, course but not. I'll, but I'll be I'll be sure to grab a couple. No. <laughs> uh like like uh, like seems to be a staple. We are bringing uh some more musky cutouts that are uh, made of steel. Oh yeah. Yep. I yep. have I have a, a handful in like the 30 inch range. I haven't measured them. They I cut them out a month ago. We have a handful in the 50 inch range and then we also have some that have seen it's it's a underwater scene where a musky is about to grab a bluegill. There's like four bluegills in the scene, and uh, with some weeds and lilies. Uh, I cut out the lilies. We have we have logs and stuff like that. They just got too cool. too much for trying to make it. Like it's not. It's based off of that big giant one I have on my wall. They paint, they put together a uh, a great man cave. They're all over my basement. There's no doubt about that. That's sweet, 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 sweet stuff. Yeah. It's all great, great, great stuff. I mean, we're, 
about as ready as we can be, and I'm pretty much a walking dead man. But I think we all are. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you you're a walking dead man, especially because you keep the inventory. Um, we're also gonna have swimmers there. We're gonna have a couple fifty oh, yeah. mission caps. That's that's important. Uh, oh. People like that color. Uh, yeah, I think that this is important to note. When Vance was doing all of those Facebook, if anyone, we talk a lot about Facebook on this show, but if you watched maybe a month or two ago, Vance was putting up a lot of glitters that he had, had done. Those were, I'm going to say, the excess of inventory. We have some that did not get made into that post that I didn't feel we had excess to do. We were uh, building yeah. for this show, so... We're bringing a lot of freaking baits. A They're lot. great. Yeah. They're great baits. We Our booth like... is going to be very packed. I mean, I also have a box of gear, Muddy Creek gear. Guys keep telling, get, wanting me to bring it. So got some large and extra larges. I, I've already delivered all the X, two X's and three X's. Some T-shirts, sun shirts, hats. I don't even know if we'll get them out on display. We might not have room, but those are going to be down there. Tons of stuff. I love this show. I love shows, period. Uh, they just, they get you involved. They kind of bring you back to what what it's all about. Uh, and it's great to see people, um, see clients and uh, see people that listen to this uh, show that we do. Um, it's just, a, it's an exciting time. I get very, very motivated to, uh, get back out there on the water uh, after after shows like this, um, and it's fun. This is our fun time. I would I would say this show for sure. Yeah, yeah, this show for sure. You know, we know a lot of the people. It's our area. I've lived in this area for my whole life, and uh, a lot of people know us. It's not like going out to the center of the state where nobody even has ever met you before you know we're going to the local strip like i just did the last three weekends i've done little mini shows and the store you know you're not we're not going to get so many of the crazy stories of just guys you know i can tell you it's very unsafe to be fishing like time of tuning like right now i had two people telling me about the muskies that attacked their boat one grabbed the prop one one just was swimming around trying to attack the boat like jaws you know a dog or two got eaten i've heard you know uh at rain and you know that's the kind of stories you deal with at the local high school shows (laughs) i I, kind of am starting to lose my patience over that stuff like you know you can't yeah i know you can't but it's but what i mean by lose my patience i'm not about to slap the person but i you you have to embrace the drug epidemic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the 66 inches and this, you know, all that kind of stuff. I did. However, I will say this, this is, this will be a good story. So the local policeman was, that was working the show come up and I had took one of my mounts to the local high school show and uh, he came up looking at the fish and I, 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 I've met him. I don't really know him. He's like, how big was that one? And he said something and he pulled out his, and I ended up, I saw this picture before. Now this is a fellow that was fishing in the nighttime about three years ago. I think it was three seasons ago. Uh, that early season, Andy, you know, how those guys weighed and you always see the pictures of the giant muskies. Out of pomatuning. Out of pomatuning. Yeah. yeah. 
regular <laughs> giant muskies. Yeah. So when he pulled it up, he showed, as soon as he showed me a picture, I said, yeah, I, I've seen that picture. And it was, he kept the fish. Don't annihilate him for it. I mean, he's a policeman, so you don't want to really annihilate him for anything. It's, he's well, it, was, it was legal, so it's fine. It was legal. It was 51 inches, and he took it up to the, and it was 47.9 something pounds, almost 48 pounds. And he didn't get it up there till the next day. Now, you know, this was an April fish, had eggs in it, but, you know, he said there was eggs coming out. You know, it could have been a 50, 51, it could have been like a 51 inch, 50 pounder when he caught it. It was an absolute pig. Mm -hmm. uh, and he has it on his wall. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. We caught it on eight pound test and a, you know, 16 ounce Mr. Twister jig. Crazy. But yeah, that was a good story. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and you start thinking about what are the odds of that? I wouldn't yeah. even think that a fish that size would look at something a 16th Would even ounce. notice it. Right. Yeah. Like it yeah. couldn't physically see it. Mm -hmm. Still hooks and lines. Yep, that's what people don't get. It's hooks and lines. Yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's good stuff. I mean, there's, but th those fish stories, they just... Maybe yeah, I'm just getting they, old, they but I'm just, away. I'm just like, are you, you really, you know, not, I, I you just want to say not, like, no, that you, did not you happen. <laughs> you you want get, to. You don't get old until you catch yourself telling these stories. Like if I'm, if I make it to 70 or 80 and have Alzheimer's or something like that, and I'm like, <laughs> you should have seen mm -hmm. the fish I used to catch. They were nine thousand inches yeah yeah swallow yep. you whole you know you turn you turn into quint from jaws that stuff just doesn't happen the fish are 50 inches to 60 inches at best mm -hmm. on the saint lawrence river mm -hmm. okay everywhere yeah yep must yeah, be oh, fishing yeah. to know that that you know other yeah. people are completely high and just they, let them be high yeah yeah you just let it you go. know and especially if, in this area, they went through dogs, the seventies. They went through the seventies. They went through the sixties. You know, super stealers, big drinking, big time highs. Just let them go. Just let. And I, I just, I just let them go. But that one time, especially when you have a mount at a musky show that's, uh, or, or just a fishing show that, that, and you have you bring your mount. Mount Todd brought a fifty-two and a half inch. Uh, fish to Laurel High School. Mm. Um, I brought a 50-inch fish to some Allegheny Outdoor Expo, you know. And people come up to you and they're like, "I catch them bigger than that." Yeah, we're like, "Give me a break!" You're like, "Here, here's, <laughs> here's my." This thing was literally, they would say it was like five foot eight inches, mm -hmm. and they're like. I'm like, really? Oh my gosh, I got to see that. Here's my granddaughter. She's six years old, laying right next to it. It's dead. And I'm like, mm -hmm. the, the fish is 30 WNBA. yards. It's laying in a parking lot. You know, on, on a sunbaked parking she's lot. Gonna, she is, I was like, so you're saying your granddaughter is enormous. You know, mm -hmm. she's just going to slam dunk all over us in a couple years. Division one. <laughs> yeah. She's a division you know, one yeah. ball player. Yeah, it, it, but you just you just let that stuff go. When you come to Muskie Max, 
in in these musky shows people aren't you don't you don't hear that BS. yeah it, yeah it's not near as much of that yeah Mm-mm. like if, if two dogs got eaten up at moraine state park this year and somebody got bit because they had a, a bracelet on and they'd caught a fish and were washing their hand and the musky grabbed them by the arm that happened so i was told you know if that happened here at the lake that's 10 miles from my house maybe less than that i think that would have made news if somebody's dog got eaten i mean Natural especially news. since it was a mastiff yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, a, mastiff. <laughs> yeah. a bull it's mastiff gets taken mastiff down and a great dane yeah <laughs> yeah it, yeah so you we're, we're, we're so not gonna excited. have time to listen to the shows this show you know this is the this is as andy said earlier man this is our Super Bowl coming up. If I could do shows like this all the time, whew, I don't know how you'd. I don't know how Andy can continue his full time job. But uh, we could get it. We could get a second house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's what yeah. this show does for us. We appreciate everybody, and uh, we love we love everybody. We love all our clients. We love our our customers, the loyal listeners, all that stuff. But these we shows they get me. This is like what gets me so fired up to go back out onto the water. I love these shows. Being in the arena with all these vendors, uh, guides, whatever it is, um, I block all that out. And I am just so focused on people that come up and talk to us. Um, And it's just, it's such a fun time for me because I've been on the opposite side at points and I've been a dumbass at points. Um, when when you get into this, this is where you can learn a thing or two. And if you come up and talk to real people, um, I don't want to like ourselves. That's why we are together, the us three. We all share the same thoughts uh, and things of that nature. We could we could put up a picture of DK's 56 and a half with the 50 mission cap and be like, this is what you need to use. And we can make a hundred of them and just keep pushing and pushing and pushing it. That's not what you get. You get realism. You get uh, just natural stories of how we have become to catch these fish through trial and error and real stories and no BS um, and that's what I love about shows like this. You come and you meet real people. That's how I got good at it. I met on Andy at a show many years ago and it clicked and I'm here now. That's what you have to look for in these shows. Gets you going. No fish stories, just true stories. Uh, and I and I feel that that's what we we say. We're just laid back people. Uh, let's go, you know. Let's go. Yep. It's something I'm going to add um, to the storytelling. It's probably some of the better things that you could come up to us and say is at these shows. If you come up to us, there's a level of expectation that I have when talking to someone that they kind of know the framework of the game because you're at the show 
one of the best things that you can say, and it's not just to us, but to whatever booth you're in, if you literally have no idea what you're doing, or this is your first year, or you're just getting into it, or you're learning and you're struggling, say that. Because sure. you're going to be, you know, we're going to... We might talk to people we've known that have been doing this. We could have Dale Wiley standing next to us. You don't know me. You don't know Dale. I'm talking to Dale, who's literally made his livelihood out of musky fishing. And there's there's the lingo and the talking. And if, if you know, say Vance is the guy that doesn't know anything, comes up and he's talking and we're like, oh, hey, how you doing, whatever. There could be a level of intimidation or you, you feel there might be a barrier there. Just say, hey, I'm new at this. I'm trying to get better. Then it changes and the conversation. All right, let's see what you know. Let's see what you've gotten. What have you done? You know, what are your numbers? You know, stuff like that. That's so important in the in like what Vance was hitting on, the honesty part. Come out and say it because then we can change from BSing talk to let us help you figure out where you're at and how you can improve. And... uh I know Todd's the same because he treated me the same. I am huge on education uh, in the water and simple, simple education in the water, making you successful on the water. That's the people that you need to talk to real stuff, you know, simple education. Everybody that comes up, I treat as myself 10 years ago, you know, I have no idea what I'm doing. Put me in the right right path. That's the things that you can take from shows like this, especially the family-oriented, small, but mighty, musky max um, shows like this. Because there's so there's it's like a hall of fame of bait makers at this place, uh, and guides and stuff like that so come up talk yeah. real. And... it can get it, it it can get over it i mean it could get overwhelming to you also i mean if you're just start, even someone who's been doing it for a couple of years or five years it could get overwhelming if you're trying to go look for all this information you know i don't know if we brought did i, I don't know if i said it on the podcast before but i'm gonna say it now you know we did a musky road rules down there and people start talking about baits or something tony brought up we had the three of us the, the main speakers like okay you have one bait to cast with one bait to troll with and he went through the three of us greg thomas myself and, and uh no one greg thomas said a bait that i caught a couple fish on like 25 years ago he's probably never caught one on the bait i said you know everybody had a different there, th th there's nothing magic here, but you got to go with someone that you feel confident that's giving you some good information. You know, there are not no answers. Not, 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 pushing not, not pushing. Yes. Not pushing an agenda or a big box thing. Uh, those catch fish too. These are muskies. They're eating, but you're going to get more information if you sit back and see who you're talking to. And, and uh, the answer is going to be different for everybody. You know, <laughs> absolutely. But when I found that realism and like humble, mm -hmm. not agenda stuff, mm -hmm. that's, that's what you, you need to look, look for. That's yeah. what you need to. That, that's what you need to look for. That's how you're gonna yeah. learn. 
because I did that prior. Mm-hmm. I did I did the opposite prior, and it was just a shit show. <laughs> you know, <laughs> selling baits at a Gander Mountain parking lot or something. Oh, it was t- not no like uh, you know no like did, just, didn't you unload a bunch of those baits? Oh, I absolutely did. Wasn't it at the parking lot of a field and stream or something? It absolutely was. It was with one of my best friends. <laughs> friends yeah, yeah, yeah. And a great angler now. He was, He's and, number and one. So, so I a ranger boat owner now. Yeah, yeah. So I'm <laughs> I'm looking at this guy. I I went into field and stream because I was bored. Not look. I was biding time. And I see this gentleman looking at things. And I see the demographic where we're fishing and he has these things in his hand. And I'm just like, I have to start a conversation with him. I I feel like I was in his shoes X amount of years ago. Did you say, excuse me, sir, but what are you doing? (laughs) I said, look, dude, I was like, I have those exact same baits. Come out to my truck bed. I'll give them to you for next to nothing. He walked away with like a dozen baits for fifty dollars. I would have just gave them away. Um, but they just weren't efficient for what in the area that all these people are coming to. Uh, the, the, this show is it is all about these these inland lakes on this eastern side, uh, and all about that efficiency and i had all those baits because i read all this dumb stuff and i talked to people that were pushing to some things to make themselves look a little better and get some you know their their pockets lined um and it was just like set them down buy this you know 10 years later we're fantastic friends and he won the muskie zinc uh thing you men's know. division release award yeah so uh, just find that realism and my my seminars are so stupid from what the people you know from a, from a thing from a, from a perspective of an, out, of an outsider the keep it simple stupid method but that is what i'm doing out on the water every every day and, and todd's doing it too uh the person i learned from and took it to wherever I wanted to. And that's how you get successful at it. I mean, the likes, you know, it, it's just like mine. It's, it just blows my mind. Uh, and it just makes me want to be an educator. Educator first on the water is what I'm at now. I just want people to take home what I was looking for, uh, and spent thousands and thousands of dollars on and, kick myself over uh, that's that's what these shows are all about so that's what we're there for that's why we, us three are connected and uh that's why i just get fired up for this show because there's a lot of like-minded people like that at the uh at this at this musky max in christ dale wiley the party you know it's just 79 north you look up that belt and there's just so many great fishermen and fishing companies uh, that have expanded um, throughout the whole North America and into Canada. It's here in Pennsylvania. 
right here. Mm -hmm. I'm fired up. Fired up. It's tomorrow. Vance will be coming over to my place. We are going to be packing up and heading south. We will be setting up the booth sometime, maybe around dinner time-ish of normal people and crashing somewhere that is a destination (laughs) unknown at this point. And we will then be there in the morning just waiting, seeing. I got some predictions who's going to beat us there, and they're going to be people in line. Um, I know them by name, but it'll be great. It's go time. Have anything Fun else show. to add? Let's go buy our baits first. The Tom Knight painted, please. Okay, that's uh, Vance's <laughs> closing prayer. Yeah. Uh, Todd, do you have anything? Yeah. yeah, I have nothing. I'm ready. I am ready. Okay, he is Big ready, Freddie Mercury. Um, yep. do you, you see how I did that? Crazy yes. little thing called love. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm serious. If somebody takes that microphone, and sings. 10% off. Maybe even more. How good you are at singing. I'm going to probably say this. If you are extremely horrible <laughs> and you're owning it, I'd probably go further on that. I might just say, I can see. Guys, I'm, ha- I'm handing this out. <laughs> oh, be careful there, Vance, because you might grab that microphone and just start hammering away at it. Yeah. I need one. I've never had one of them Freddie Mercury. I'm going to go up and sing. Oh, they got the eyes on <laughs> the the eyes on him. The eyes on the got one. The eyes on the Baker Lures are Freddie Mercury. I know. Yeah. Uh, from a company called uh, Dead Meat Customs or something like that. I worked with them diligently to get the correct size and the correct. Uh, <laughs> I remember a random text while we were fishing one day. What size is the eye on that eight-inch Raptor? And I'm like. Man, I can't remember offhand. I just hit reorder. I don't know if it's eight or nine millimeter or this. And I'm like, what is he up to? I figured. Well, I what's he up? I sent him to Andy, and he was so appreciative that they're in the uh, in the drawer. So, um, yeah, I'm so appreciative. They are in the drawer. Vance is not making up anything there, but I got like nine of them. What am I supposed to do with nine Freddie Mercury eyes? You were supposed to. See if they fit, and I would have bought more. But you did buy more. No, well, you just never got back to me. <laughs> I told you they were. <laughs> I told you what they were, and for the most part, everything worked out perfect. Well, regardless, uh, I, the next Muddy Creek floors should have this. I'll let you, Vance. I will pull them out of the drawer. And say, paint up some baits. I want you to paint up some no. fire tigers, and we're going to put those mercury eyes in there. No, these are baits for me and Paul. You can put those eyes in there. It'd just be fun, and it's a fun little notion on on the on the trip. It'd be like a Mitch thing, oh, secret yeah. weapon. Yeah, but I want you to paint fire tiger. You brought it up earlier. It's, like I said, mm. it's going to be fire extinguisher. I got to buy one of the guns and practice a little bit here. That's a huge investment. We should just blow. We just need all to get. Paint. Yeah, we'll just get some white paint and that. Let Andy let us. No, we can, we can just practice on on prime. Mm-hmm. You know, that's this is where that's where it is. Practice on priming. I I bought my 
I usually buy my primers in like quarts. Uh, this last time I bought a gallon because I know we're going to be painting a lot. So mm-hmm. I have plenty of extras if you guys want to come up here and experiment. Play a little bit. Get, yeah. Yeah. Get, get another next guy. year. No, so next year it can be. They might actually have some little bit better quality. Yeah, maybe this time next year I'm not going to have to paint any baits. I'll just be back here smoking a big giant cigar and just possing everyone around. Watching. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah. Guys, don't move that scale netting. It'll be a uh, switcher sleep. Choose to go that route because, (laughs) like I said, we will, they will not die. (laughs) Yeah. Our line. it, It could be. And then I would be known as the amazing smoking man. Mm. <laughs> very, very nice. Very nice touch. Very nice touch. Banging fish, baby. It's been a while. Um, yeah. Crushing front hooks. Oh, I love that. Yo, yo, up down. That's another one. Crushing front hooks. Outside. Oh, man, that's going to happen in like a couple months. Mm-hmm. Crushing front hooks. Oh, Wow. Yeah. Well, let's wrap this up. We're near an hour and a half. Yep. All right. Big thanks to Fatty Z Muskie Products, Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, St. Croix Rods, Baker Baits, Vix Marine, Ranger Boats, The Muskie Max Plus. Hope to see you guys there in a few days. And Muskies Inc. All right. Everyone, safe travels who's coming down to see us. There's also a. Is it the Wausau show I think is going on this weekend as well? Good luck and safe to everyone going out there. And spring's around the corner. Thanks for listening.